T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Glad to have you on this Wednesday, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on and uh, talk a lot about the Green Bay Packers as they get ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend down in the Tampa Bay. And uh, this team getting a lot of recognition. I was t- telling you a little bit uh, in the first hour about uh, the power rankings, depending on uh, who you talk to. The Packers, one, two, or three. But uh, nevertheless, only uh, there's only a few unbeatens remaining in the NFL, and the Packers happen to be one of them. To talk more about it, good friend of the program and a former Packer linebacker himself, Sirius XM NFL Radio. Also, you can hear him on the Pat McAfee Show, and Aaron makes his appearances there. And uh, A.J. Hawk now joining us. A.J., how you been, buddy? Oh, I'm doing well. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, so, first of all, uh, tell people kind of what you're up to. Oh, well, I'm kind of all over the place. I... I do some uh, some different uh, serious shows, like on the NFL channel, even the Big Ten channel, uh, before the COVID situation hit. And then uh, every day uh, I'm on the Pat McAfee show. He's on 12 to 3 on Mad Dog on Sirius XM. I just jump on from 2 to 3 every day with him. So he's got that going on. Well, you tell me as uh, we start to look at all these different teams that are either unbeaten or only have one loss, and as the power rankings come out and, and such, tell me how good you think the Packers are right now. I mean, I, I would have a really uh, hard time picking a team from the Packers right now. And, I mean, obviously the, the biggest reason for that is just how well Aaron is playing. And um, I just think with what they have going on, especially with the, the, the injuries they have had early and still like they don't, they don't miss a beat, they just seem to have something going special this year. I think the defense is, is getting better each week. And I think they are going to be a fully, you know, uh, fully balanced team here, and I think they're going to be a scary team to face down the road you know, towards the end of the regular season. I, uh, I look at the way Aaron's playing this year and the rhythm of the offense. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about that, about uh, the confidence level going from year one to year two that he kind of has in this offense, in the play calling, in the rhythm. Yeah, I think he's even mentioned it a little bit. Aaron said how he – Feels like he and the floor, or like the floor has done a great job with the play calling, like in games. So it's like I think they both are kind of. It takes a while, and, and both those guys, you got to learn each other more. And I feel like their relationship has always been great. 
But I think the more you're, you're with somebody and around them, you, you know what will work in that moment. I feel like LaFleur is, is really dialed in with what Aaron likes to do on game day. And I think that's a, it's a huge thing for the confidence of both of those guys. The, uh, the defense uh, is somewhat of a work in proje- uh, progress. Uh, getting Kenny Clark back is going to help huge. The pass rush last year, obviously, really good. Uh, Zadarius and Preston Smith have been solid. Uh, but then there's the middle linebacking play. So you tell me, with this style of defense and the way – uh, the, the way the linebackers use. How important is the linebacking position from your eyes? Oh, it's definitely important. Uh, it's it, You basically, I feel like whoever's in the middle, you can talk about, oh, is it the quarterback of the defense, the guy who lines people up and gets people going. Yeah, that's, that is a very valuable thing. But if you have two inside backers, you need those guys to be able to run and, and cover. And they're, just, they're asked to do so much now, too. I think depending on what offense you're facing, they'll split them out in empty formations, all the time just to kind of check your responsibilities and see if they can get a matchup they want. But uh, definitely a, a big uh, position where you want, want those guys being productive and to get everybody lined up. But I think uh, you sometimes can be surprised, I guess, in, in who can step up and become you know, that next guy, I guess. The uh, the defense and way Mike Pettin runs. Do you like do you like kind of watching the way he puts different guys in different positions? Uh, everything from guys rushing on the outside to moving to the middle to dropping back into coverage. Uh, and do, do you like the way he kind of calls a game? Uh, yeah, I do. And I like his demeanor. I like the, the culture he has created. And I only hear good things about him. I think uh, he's definitely a football guy. And, I, and you're, when you're mentioning like how you're moving guys around, giving the offense different looks, yeah, I think players love that. It, it keeps them engaged mentally, and it also gives you different ways to be successful, too. If you're rushing the passer, yeah, you want to move all over the place so the offense can never expect you in one spot. And I think Petten does that. I think he does a good job with that. And I think they're, they're physical, too, and they are. I think they're a lot of fun to watch. I, I know once you play the game, you never look at it the same. You never just watch it the same. And, and last year, one of the things that Matt LaFleur and Mike Petten had said was, that the defense, it wasn't that the defense and the personnel was bad. It was just it was gap assignments, and it was ba- more mental mistakes than it was physical mistakes. Did you Do you see that the same way? Do you see a guy going, ah, that guy should have went over here or covered this guy or you know released this guy and taken this guy? Do you watch that much more and say, okay, it's more mental mistakes than it is actual physical mistakes? Yeah, I definitely pay attention to see, like, okay, are they, be, like, are they being just physically dominated up front? Or do they just seem to be not really sure on their fits and, and what they're running? They seem to be all – everyone's kind of thinking too much. And you see, like, free runners or big dash plays at the time when you see – we know, like, okay, well, obviously somebody, their responsibility, they, they were not there, something happened, they fell down, whatever was going on. So you want to see, like, what the mistakes are like. But also, at the same time, we don't really know who the, whose fault it ever is, though. That's the thing. Like, you watch games – I work as a, as a color analyst for college games, too. And – you could see, like, okay, this looks like maybe the safety was over the top and should have been there and whatever. And you could say, like, oh, put that on the safety. But then we don't know if the safety was trying to cover for the corner who dropped an assignment or whatever and was trying to cover up for somebody. So you never really know exactly whose fault it is, I think, when you're looking at it. But you can definitely tell if it's more like, hey, we're getting just physically, we're getting manhandled or, hey, we're just thinking too much. You look at the other teams, not just the unbeaten's, but some of the other better, you know, some of the other good teams in the NFL. Who else has impressed you? I mean, what Seattle has done is, is pretty impressive. Watching, watching uh, Russell, he, um, yeah, it seemed like you never count him out. Obviously, I mean, I'm curious with this Tampa Bay game coming up. I'm curious what 
what they really are. I think what Tampa Bay is now early in the season compared to what they will be late, I think they'll be a lot different just because they're, you know, just they need to get in the building and work with each other. And I think every game rep helps. Uh, so I'm curious about them. But Seattle scares me. Kansas City, I'm not really down on them. I know they lost and everyone thinks they're all jump ship. But no, I, I knew, uh, hey, it's going to happen. I feel like they'll play their best football when they need to. In Tennessee, obviously, I'm not. I, I guess I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked by it, but uh, they are still continuing with, with what they had going on last year, and it's impressive. Um, I, we were talking earlier about Pittsburgh, and, and not only do they have good wideouts, they got a decent run game, good offensive line. Ben's been upright, and the fact that their defense, they can rush the quarterback, they've been really good against the run. Are they one of the more complete teams in the NFL? Yeah, I think they are, and they're kind of under the radar for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I think like they're just – quietly going about their business and just winning football games, and, and they like it that way. But their team, yeah, with Ben's healthy, and they have the receivers like we've seen, like they just guys continue to become stars there. And, and I really like their defense. Yeah, Pittsburgh is, is a team I would not ignore. The, uh, the, the Pat McAfee show, obviously you guys have made some headlines, and Aaron has said some things and been more candid. And uh, is I guess when you, you, you kind of get around the round table, this is just – guys talking and being real isn't it uh yeah i think so and we uh pat and i started doing a show together on youtube once right when COVID hit basically back in march and we've kept it going and now it's you know he switched over to serious now with this show and i jump on with him and still on youtube but when we were talking before the season like yeah it would be great to have aaron come on every tuesday we feel like that would just it'd be a good place for him where he could kind of have a long form where he can kind of say what he wants and obviously it would be great for the show to have Aaron there, and luckily we worked it out, and he comes on. I think he enjoys having the, the time to really explain his whole thought process because, you know, like anyone knows, like Aaron's a unique, very intelligent guy, and I think sometimes he likes to just – sometimes he gets bored talking football. He wants to bounce around. What uh, – what, what I mean, he said that he had found peace and he had found love and he had found himself again, and – uh, one of the things that I found interesting was he made a comment uh, way back during training camp that said, you got to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with everybody else. I've been there. I kind of understand maybe where he's coming from. But, so I wanted to ask you, what do you see different? Or maybe tell me where you think kind of Aaron looked within himself to find some things and change some things coming into this season. Well, I mean, he's always like on – he's always searching. He's always been curious for – whatever I think that you know just being an elite performer and that's how he is in all areas of his life but I just know from being around him you know, in the summer and I was out in Lake Tahoe with him and golfing we play in he, he it's like when you watch him play on the field now like I, he looks like it's like he's light like he just feels like he's having so much fun he doesn't he's not stressing out too much and that's how it is hanging around him and that's how it was before the season but he just seemed to be in a good spot and seemed to be happy and enjoying things and I think that's when he plays his best uh, football, and I think he's doing it through four games this year. I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Talking with A.J. Hawk, former Green Bay Packer linebacker on Sirius XM NFL Radio and the Pat McAfee Show. Um, There's a lot of talk about him having an MVP type of season. Uh, now, we know Russell Wilson, you already mentioned, he's having a great year. I know that, uh, you know, obviously Josh Allen's having a good year. There's other guys you can look at, but what sets Aaron apart right now when you start to look at him and his play and the way he's doing it it's almost like uh he's dipped into the 2011 season and found something you know what i mean it definitely it looks like that and i mean 
I think if you showed anybody, say somebody has never seen football and you showed them clips of Aaron and then you showed them clips of, say, the people that the five other top quarterbacks in the NFL, I think they would all agree. Like, something just looks different about what Aaron does and when he throws the ball. I think it's his, his release is lightning fast. He has an absolute rocket for an arm. But what separates him, too, is not only is he mentally 10 steps ahead of what the defense is going to do, the defense knows that, too. Like, the when there, people are like, when you hear athletes from any sport talk, a lot of them go, "Oh, who's your favorite football player?" A lot of them love Aaron because they, he just has this whatever his competitive drive is and how he can never count him out. I think other athletes see that and respect it. So when guys are playing against him, yeah, obviously it would make your life to get an interception off of Aaron or whatever. But you still like have that intimidation factor too, and I think that goes a long way. So uh, am I going to see the Pat McAfee show in Tampa Bay this year? Uh, hopefully we're doing some stuff. I hear we're doing stuff outside this year, but uh, are we going to see the Pat McAfee show uh, down near Radio Row? Yeah, we sure plan on being down there. Yeah, who knows what it will look like then, but, yeah, we, we hope to be there. Uh, we'll uh, see you there. And, A.J., look, I'd love to talk to you between now and then if we get a chance to, so uh, keep us in mind, okay? Oh, for sure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. A.J. Hawk, former Green Bay Packer linebacker, Sirius XM NFL Radio as well. Also, the Pat McAfee Show does some Big Ten stuff, does a lot of stuff uh, regarding the Buckeyes as well. And uh, good to talk to A.J. again and just kind of get some insight into what uh, he sees when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the NFL. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They're doing it. Call them. 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. A great fall getaway idea for the entire family from my friends up at the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. It's their annual Miscano, uh, Miscano uh, Island Fall Fest. And hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know if I am or not. If I'm not, let me know because I've been pronouncing it that way for a long time. Uh, but it always just looks different to me. Uh, Saturday, October 24th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., you can book your stay for that weekend and enjoy all sorts of family fun events. There's pumpkin decorating, hay rides, trick-or-treating. There's a vendor craft show, uh, caramel apples, s'mores, even pumpkin bowling and a whole lot more. And you can swim inside in their great big saltwater pool And if you want to get some great dining, have a lot of fun, maybe a little karaoke down at the bar, listen to some music, whatever it happens to be. Uh, they've got it all. The Boundary Waters Pub and Grill is a lot of fun. The Diamond Upstairs is really good. they got a lot of cool stuff inside that place, including Lily's Ice Cream Parlor. So uh, stop by uh, the fabulous, fabulous Four Seasons Island Resort, Pembine, Wisconsin, the annual Fall Fest about to get underway. Go uh, get all the ideas, by the way, at the4seasonswi.com. That's the4seasonswi.com. Again, the4seasonswi.com. Com. When we come back, uh, I, I tell you what, this is one of those situations where I say, I kind of, I told you so, and nine out of ten times it doesn't work out. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let the good times roll. And I want these words to make things right. But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, a lot of great deals going on right now, but I'm telling you, the colder weather is coming. I saw uh, up in Rhinelander area, Wausau, Tomahawk, Stevens Point, got a chance to get some snow. There could be some flurries in the uh, Milwaukee area this weekend as well from Friday or from Saturday into Sunday. 
So if it's getting colder outside, you know what that means. you got to check and see if your windows are efficient. Does the cold air stay out and the warm air stay in, or is the cold air coming in causing your furnace uh, to work harder? And if that's the case, then you may and you may want to just think about uh, beautifying your home, maybe just adding value to your home. But regardless, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, the 555 deal offer is about to expire. you got to give them a call over the next uh, 24, 48 hours. As of that deal, the five years, no interest, five months before your first payment, and an extra 5% bonus savings, that uh, goes away coming up here in a couple of days. So uh, you, you got to get in. Uh, go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. And uh, I had a, a buddy of mine who had just gotten some new doors and windows, and the one thing that he had mentioned to me was, I keep talking about security in today's day and age, and he said, you were absolutely right. Once you kick that toe pin over and those doors don't move, he said, it's, it's you know, it used to be where they had to lay the stick in the door, and then a the door still had like a half an inch of play, and, you, you know, if you really wanted to, you could maybe force a stick or something in there and maybe pry that door open. And he said it just it doesn't move. He feels more secure. And they've got that uh, that triple pane glass and all that kind of good stuff. He said, you, you're right. It would take a truck to drive through that thing before you would get into the house. And he just feels a lot better about it. So you can, too. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Le'Veon Bell's situation. Okay, there's two things. We keep talking about Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones could be franchise tagged. So first of all, do you want to get a deal done? Because you look at a guy like Dak Prescott and say there, but for the grace of God, go I. And then secondly, you see Le'Veon Bell. He sat out for a season. He was not going to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers again. They weren't giving him what he wanted. He wanted to be the best, most highest paid running back in all the NFL. And then you go away for a year. And when you take a year off, man, that's, that's significant in a player's career. He has never been what he was when he was at Pittsburgh. He just hasn't returned to that form. He's, he's shown you a couple of glimpses here or there, but for the most part. Now, he is playing on a much worse team, obviously. And Adam Gase did not want that deal. So Adam Gase did not use him the way you thought they would have used him when they brought him in. But, you know, he got a little bit nicked up. And anyway, long story short, his Le'Veon Bell was cut loose by the New York Jets. They just finally had had it with him. He, he just he, He's just been a chronic complainer. He's taken to Twitter. He's liking, you know, when other writers and such nationally say, well, they're not using him properly or, uh, you know, it's, it's Adam Gase's fault. He's, he's liking those clicks um, and, and just kind of showing up, you know, whether it's his coach or what have you. Um, so anyway, long story short, Le'Veon Bell is now out as a, a New York Jet. So when you hold out, you want the money, you get that big money, okay, I when I I never fault a guy for wanting more money. But I think there's a reasonableness, if that's even such a thing. You, you have to be reasonable about what it is you're asking for and the willingness for what somebody is willing to pay. He gambled on himself, made himself a lot of money, and now he's out. Was it worth it? Would you do it all over again? You ask a lot of guys that have left the teams that they were drafted by and had success. You know, ask Greg Jennings. Does he wish he would have taken less money, stayed here? You know? You you look at a guy like Javon Walker who had the world sitting in front of him and thought he was the best wide receiver in all of football, had a lot of people in his ear yipping and yapping going, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. Thought he was bigger and better than even Brett Favre and went off to greener pastures and no, doesn't happen. 
Very few guys go off somewhere else and jump into a situation and succeed right away. Very few. You take a look at a guy that's just got raw talent and raw ability like DeAndre Hopkins, gets traded away, goes over to Arizona. He picked up where he left off. Still one of, if not the best receiver in football. But Le'Veon Bell, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think Le'Veon Bell was a good running back. I didn't think he was a great running back. But they wanted to be paid as if they're great. And there comes a lot of cautionary trepidation when when uh, you jump into that money pool with guys like that. I, I, I just I, I don't remember many of those big deals where guys were holding out for more money where it paid off. Now, Darrell Rivas bet on himself like that over and over and over again. Different position, not, you know, a key cog in the offense, but Darrell Rivas, uh, he, boy, that guy, he was the exception to the rule as well. He performed extremely well everywhere he went, but did it in a different manner. Kind of went about it in a different manner, you know? But you look at a guy like Le'Veon Bell, and uh, I'll tell you what, you, you pay a running back if you've got a good one, you don't go crazy. You don't pound the desk and say, I'm going to make them the highest paid running back in all of football in this thing because it's it, that that running back life is short-lived anyway. So I, I don't think I'd go about that and go be doing that. But nevertheless, um, Le'Veon Bell now out of the market as he is uh, looking, for, looking for a team. Looking for a team. When we come back, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, uh, he was on uh, The Fan, who we had heard uh, yesterday, um, one of the co-hosts, as a matter of fact, from down in Dallas. Uh, Jerry spoke. He spoke about his team. He spoke about his coach. But he spoke about Dak Prescott as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. And at Quick Trip, don't forget, to just like mom used to make, they, uh, they ask you, you know, hey, what's for dinner? And you can say, you know, fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. Or you can say beef stroganoff. Or you can say turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, all that kind of stuff. They they make it fresh right out there in La Crosse. They put it in the trucks. They ship it out. And that day, that day, it's in the store. And all you got to do is grab it, pop it in the microwave, just like mom used to make. So, so good. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Don't forget to stop in and use your Quick Rewards card. When we come back, I'm going to hear from Jerry Jones on the fan in Dallas. And could... Could one of the more hated managers in baseball be back? Dare I say it? That's coming up here in about 15 minutes. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. They're throwing the ball right in here, and that's why all these idiots up there, not idiots, all the fans are yelling and yelling. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. friends at Van Horn Automotive, they want to uh, buy your car. And look, even if you don't uh, want to purchase a new car, maybe you just need some cash. You want to sell your vehicle. You got an extra one and uh, you'd like to get rid of it. Give them a shot. They're offering the Kelly Blue Book fair appraisal value, that offer right now, at many of their uh, locations. They've got locations in uh, Wisconsin, all over Wisconsin and over in Iowa as well. They continue to grow and get bigger. Just stop in and check it out. And it, look, if you don't want to buy another car, that's fine. But if you do, they have new, they have used, they have many different makes and models. And uh, domestics, imports, 
Uh, they've got it all, and they continue to clean the dealerships and make sure that they are as sanitary as possible for you and your shopping pleasure. And if you don't want to go in, that's fine, too. All you have to do is go online at vanhornauto.com. And do what I did. I, for the last uh, four vehicles I've found from them, I have uh, gone there and kind of scrolled around, looked at what I wanted, uh, did some ratings, that kind of thing, and, you know, then uh, I, I figured it out. And then I shot them an email, and sure enough, I ended up buying four different vehicles from them. And it's been a great experience. Just go to vanhornauto.com. That's vanhornauto.com. Again, vanhornauto.com. And see for yourself, you know, what it is I've been telling you about for such a long time. And if you want service as well, schedule some service online. Uh, and they can even finance your service. Don't forget that. They can finance it as well. So if you're looking to do uh, an unexpected repair and you may not have the money for it, you can finance it. And they're, they're going to help you out in that way as well. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. Jerry Jones was asked uh, what your emotions were like. And this is on the, the, the fan down in Dallas. What your emotions were when you realized what Dak's injury was. Well, uh, we've, uh, it's, it's, uh, I've been there before. I've, I've, I've felt that feeling before. And, uh, you can't play the game. Uh, you really can't unless you realize, uh, uh, that you're, uh, you don't know at what spot of a team, but, uh, during a year, you're more than likely going to, uh, feel that feeling. It just reminds you that no matter how you draw it up, uh, it never comes out that way, and you've got to be ready to uh, make adjustments. Uh, I uh, obviously, as we all did, just uh, poured out uh, uh, inside uh, for Dak, and uh, uh, there's nothing, nothing in an athlete's uh, uh, makeup or nothing in his experience that is as bad as having an injury. And uh, it's just it's just the last thing you want to think about, and it's the most challenging thing you have to deal with. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, this shows that uh, uh, no, no matter how you prepare yourself, and Dak's one of the most prepared uh, people at this juncture that I met. I'm not just talking about football players. He 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 covers the the, the gambit of trying to be ready to go. And uh, I just, uh, uh, all of that uh, goes through your mind. I look back at uh, uh, Romo. I look back at uh, uh, the three times that we uh, really were uh, feeling uh, what was ahead when we lost Romo. Uh, I remember with Aikman. Uh, I can remember with guys like Quincy Carter. And uh, you just uh, uh, realize that uh, when you're thinking about your team and you're thinking about the position, you've got to think at some point realistically and know that uh, that player is not going to be out there all the time. It just doesn't work that way. So I, to the question, I, Jerry had a lot of roads he went down. Uh, and he's right. You just kind of feel for the player, and you know you can't play the game without realizing that injuries are a part of the game. I guess um, he was also asked, "What are his concerns right now about Dak's ability to come back from this injury?" I don't have any. I really don't have any. Mm-hmm. I don't at all. Uh, I uh, uh, got as much as uh, 
God lets us get and his, uh, the nature of what they found when they did the surgery. It's all positive relative to a recovery. Nothing positive about it. Don't misinterpret it. But uh, it's positive as to his uh, uh, chances of uh, getting it back to normal. Uh, we've uh, had similar injuries. Uh, you, you do this long enough, and you've seen them. And we've had similar injuries before. And uh, this is one of those that you can mend and come back and be as good as go. Uh, what it does remind me, though, is that you cannot figure in uh, as a part of your, uh, as a real part of your uh, offense, uh, you really are vulnerable when you really put uh, the, a, a running game in that uh, really relies, not relies, but just really uh, utilizes a lot the running game with the quarterback. This game just uh, is uh, going to get you, uh, uh, you're going to get hurt. Uh, and so uh, uh, with uh, your quarterback, and in this particular case, I don't even want to use the word quarterback, with Dak and all of the many things that he means to our team, uh, we've got to be very judicious when we expose him in the future. Okay. I don't know if he means scale back the play calling to not have Dak do what Dak does, but um, all right. Um, so he was asked, when does he feel Dak is going to be able to come back from this injury and begin kind of working out again? Yeah, I would hope. Well, you got it. You, you, you're right in there. Uh, now, I'd say, well, my goodness, which one? That's 90 days difference. But certainly, uh, if you look ahead, uh, he should uh, uh, be ready to go for our uh, spring work and uh, uh, the the latter part of the spring work. But uh, uh, but knowing Dak, uh, uh, and that's a big part of this thing. Knowing Dak and his makeup, uh, he'll be back out there soon. Physically, I'm told. Uh, by the doctors and uh, by our own experience of seeing this injury. Physically, there should be no problem with him being back out there in early May or April. So, um, all right, well, Jerry does ramble, doesn't he? Holy mackerel. Uh, so the question is, does this injury change your thinking about Dak Prescott as the future face of the franchise? None. You mean that this particular injury we've known for a long time. Uh, that you can have a great player at this spot, but then not have him at periods of time during his career. We had it with Aikman. We had it with Romo. Uh, you don't always have them. And uh, so you've got to rely on other parts uh, of your team. That's why you uh, uh, we, 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 we do not, and we do not uh, go into a contract negotiation uh, with the idea that uh, uh, it stands alone. It has to be a part of the tools that you have, which is your salary cap, to put a team on the field and try to figure out the best way to win. And uh, really, that's the underlying issue here. I would probably venture that meetings with Jerry, like a conference room with Jerry, is a whole lot of just watch Jerry talk. Um, so then the question uh, is, you know, regarding the injury once again, 
uh, immediately after the injury or since the injury has happened? Did he get a chance to speak with Dak either right prior to or after the surgery? Well, no, I did speak with him uh, in the dressing room there uh, before he went to the hospital, yes. And uh, uh, I just uh, uh, just uh, so, so uh, sorry for, for uh, the, uh, the circumstances uh, and was well aware of all of the things that could be going through uh, his mind seriously. And uh, uh, and felt it with him. Felt it with him. There you go. But I, Jerry does interject himself into a lot of things, doesn't he? He really does. Jerry is about Jerry. Interesting. He's an interesting guy. I I, I tell you what. The the time that I had Jerry Jones before they had built AT and T Stadium. I think I've told this story before. Uh, this goes back to when Brian Noble and I were doing the postgame show on, on the Packers radio network. And uh, Jerry had come through Lambeau Field and was, after the renovation, was taking a lot of notes, had people with him. And I'll never forget, uh, we happened to run into him and get a chance to talk to him a little bit. And uh, Jerry is an incredibly thoughtful businessman. Because I remember when the Packers went to the Super Bowl, we ran into him again. Uh, and he was so, so proud. Now, the weather turned out to be craptastic. But he was so, so proud of AT&T Stadium. And then he had seen me and and kind of realized and recognized from the, the Lambeau Field Tour. And, and, you know, obviously at the time I was with Brian Noble, so he knew who Noble was. But had recognized me and... Um, we got we got a chance to talk a little bit. Now there were some other people around because media was all everywhere. Jerry goes. I mean, it's it's like you know flies and moths to a, a late night light. Um, but we got a chance to talk. A little. He was so proud to show off things that he had put in AT and T Stadium and his vision that he had gotten from Lambeau Field. You know, he just. He had taken so much, and he kept talking in such high praise about Lambeau Field. So when you talk about the business side of Jerry, brilliant, uh, brilliant side. Uh, you talk about the football side of Jerry, it's, it's all about Jerry. Jerry World is Jerry's world, and it's Jerry's world because Jerry named it Jerry's world. So, But, uh, but boy, that guy, uh, he, loves to, he loves to interject himself into everything, but he, he's got a different vision about so many different things. A little bit on the banana side, but he's got a good vision. Nevertheless, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back, and uh, rumors are flying. Rumors are flying. Will he be back managing baseball? A guy that Brewers fans love to hate. Tell you about it. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. You know how close that is to your face in your hand? Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers making roster moves. They placed Josiah DeGuara on injured reserve. The tight end taken in the third round suffered a torn ACL against Atlanta. They added a rookie wide receiver to the practice squad. Elijah Lipscomb out of Vanderbilt was in camp with the Chiefs. Aaron Rodgers 
says during the bye week, the players were tested every morning for COVID-19 in the Lambeau Field parking lot. The trailers are outside of the facility. They're directly outside of the facility. Yeah, I was at the facility every single day. And tight end Mercedes Lewis on FSR was asked, did drafting Jordan Love light a fire under Aaron Rodgers? I mean, it sounds good, but when you got a guy that's won MVPs, won a Super Bowl, you don't need motivation to be that guy. At the end of the day, you're in control of your own process and can't nobody slow it down and speed it up but you. A-Rod understands that, uh, and he's do- he's doing such a remarkable job to start this year, and, uh, and that's the reason why he's our leader. That's Mercedes Lewis in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. We're back. Maybe he's back. I'll tell you what I'm talking about coming up here momentarily. Wouldn't that be great? But they're throwing the ball right in here, and that's why all these idiots up there, not idiots, all the fans are yelling and yelling. There you go. There you go. That's a a little glimpse. A little glimpse. The good folks over there at Schulze Family Beef, they want to give you a chance to win an awesome grilling package. They're going to be giving away a Traeger Bronson 20 Grill courtesy of Schulze A's Home Center. That's in Black River Falls. They're going to give you a bag of pellets, a case of Fox Smokehouse Barbecue Sauce, and a three-pack of seasoning from Salty Provisions. Now, the contest open to the first 15 people that sign up for the 6- or 12-month subscription of Schulze Family Beef. And really, that's a 1 in 15 chance of winning a Traeger Grill package. And as you know, they're delicious pasture-raised beef packed in dry ice and shipped right to your door in just a couple of days. And if you win the Traeger Grill prize package, they're going to ship that to you as well. How about that? So sign up right now. Six- or 12-month beef subscription. Just go to ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Scholze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. When you click on the the, the link that says Start Shopping, that's when all the contest details and rules, all that kind of stuff is going to pop up. So you can check it out there. But, again, go to the web at Scholze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. Again, ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. So uh, the voice you heard may be back. There's a difference between being asleep at the wheel and passed out at the wheel. That damn straight. Are you passed out from alcohol or something else, or are you asleep at the wheel because you got some CPC tire tired? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, I, Z, M, N, O, P, Z, Q, R, S, T, U, V, V, Z, T, U, V, X, Y, X, Z. There you go. It's that simple. Uh, the the uh, L.A. Angels say that they have granted official permission to the White Sox to interview their Hall of Famer, Tony La Russa, their managerial, for the managerial opening, uh, because he's currently a special assistant to the Angels organization, working with Joe Madden out there. But, uh, but yeah, they have said, yeah, White Sox, hey, if you want to take a look at Tony La Russa, go ahead. He was an agitator in the National League Central, and Cubs fans and Brewers fans alike, and really Reds fans, Pirates fans, they all hated him. But they're throwing the ball right in here, and that's why all these idiots up there, not idiots, all the fans are yelling and yelling. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, but uh, Tony could be back, believe it or not. You know how close that is to your face and your hand? <laughs> Depends on what it is. T-U-V-X-Y-X-B. <laughs> X-Y-X-B. There you go. <laughs> Tony LaRusa could be back managing. Bob Nightingale reporting that uh, the Angels have given the uh, White Sox permission. So there you go. There's a difference between being asleep at the wheel and passed out the wheel. Uh, you damn straight. 
Damn straight. Good stuff. Hey, when we come back after the top of the hour, uh, a lot of conjecture about who is the best team right now in the National Football League. We'll get back into that discussion coming up. Ross Tucker, he has his thoughts. Colin Cowherd has his. The four-letter network has theirs. We'll see if they all have a mishmash, yes or no. Also, coming up at the bottom of the next hour, Kevin Cole, the data scientist for Pro Football Focus, he is going to join us. And we'll talk with him about how good this Green Bay Packers team is via the actual ratings, the numerics, the sabermetrics, whether or not that tells you that this is a really, really good football team. So that is going to be coming up. Also, uh, about an hour and ten minutes from now, you're going to hear from uh, Matt LaFleur, the uh, Packers head coach, is the Packers practicing today yet again, getting uh, in preparations for the game against the the, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up this weekend. So. Good stuff there as well. Got an email here from Mark, and Mark uh, writes in the Wendy's email inbox. He said, great to hear A.J. Hawk and his analysis. It sounds like he knows a lot more than what he's telling. Well, of course. Of course. He's, he's, a, buddy, uh, he's a buddy of Aaron Rodgers. But it was great to see that he feels that Aaron is in a much, much better place right now. What do you attribute that to? Uh, I think a, the first thing people want to look at is point the finger to his you know off-the-field relationship status. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I would imagine that has something to do with it. I can't, I can't eliminate it, put it that way. Uh, Aaron's just not the person that's going to come out and talk about it. So, um, you know, so I, I don't know what to, uh, what to tell you. But, uh, you know, look, anytime you're in a good place with yourself, you're in a much, much better place with everybody else. I mean, that's just a fact. So, 855-830-8648. We're going to talk more about this coming up here shortly. So stay tuned. Are the Green Bay Packers really – the best team in the National Football League. And the better quarterback maybe going into this game coming up this weekend down in Tampa Bay is fill in the blank. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 